0: Welcome to Community Conversations. I'm your host, Josh Hardy, Concord TV's executive director. And on today's show, we're gonna be talking to another executive director, Michael Haley Goldman from New Hampshire Humanities, which is a nonprofit that does great work in not just Concord, but in the New Hampshire community. So I hope you enjoy that conversation that we had with Michael. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it.
1: I appreciate the opportunity to be here. It's really great for me to be able to get out and meet uh, different people and be able to talk more about what we're doing. So thanks for having me. Absolutely.
0: So why don't we start off with, uh, from what I understand, you're, you're from sort of the D.C. area, a relatively new uh, New Hampshire resident. So maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself and a little background, how you got here.
1: Yeah, very, very new resident. I just uh, got up here in uh, the fall, in September, and I'm coming from the Washington, D.C. area, and I've been in Washington for, I guess I keep saying it's several lifetimes at this point. Um, Most of uh, the last uh, couple of decades has been with the Holocaust Museum, uh, the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum in Washington, D.C. So I've been working with public history for a good amount of time in a number of different ways. Um, so this is a, a little bit of a change, but, but it, it carries over that interest in how does the public interact with humanities subjects, public humanities and public history, um, and how do, how do we bring new ways of doing programming out, uh, has been what I've been focused on for, for quite a few years now.
0: What's interesting with New Hampshire, just anecdotally is there's a lot of sort of New Hampshire tradition, uh, which I saw on some of your upcoming programming, you know, New Hampshire quilting and a lot of these, you know, Yankee New New Englander traditions, but also uh, welcoming new cultures and people with different backgrounds. And we've seen New Hampshire becoming a more welcoming embracing of different. And I think I would guess with New Hampshire humanities, there's other programming that addresses sort of that, learning new things and being celebrating where you've come from where you've been but also celebrating other cultures that maybe you don't know much about is that sort of on the right track
1: absolutely i mean it's one of the things i've been learning as i as i as i came up here and and i'm still there's so much more to learn but but really the way that uh, New Hampshire and all of New England thinks about itself is such a really uh, kind of special place that way, but but there's the flip side of that as well. There's programs that we support that are really trying to point out to people that some of the things that are built into kind of your expectations for New Hampshire um, aren't always the reality of it or haven't been the case at all times. So, so it's really that balance um, that uh, New Hampshire humanities kind of gets to, to be in the middle of. And it's, it's really exciting um, to kind of be able to go from programs uh, about like the stone walls of, of New Hampshire, and all the way kind of into things that are, you know, uh, talking about artificial intelligence and and what's going on in the world uh, in ways that we might not expect today. So um, that is part of also my, my attraction to being up here. Uh, you know, I, I've spent so much time um, really with uh, a history of genocide, uh, which is um, obviously really important, obviously something that I've been really dedicated to for a long time, but it's nice to be able to actually take a step back from only the most uh, uh, difficult chapters of history and and be able to talk about kind of a wider range of things that are going on. Um, and, And there's so much happening here that it's been really, really great so far.
0: Well, and you sort of just touched upon what I wanted to ask you about next, which is humanities is a broad topic in the sense that it's everything from history to art to many different kind of categories. Could you just sort of summarize, though, a couple things, which is backing up a step and if you could break it down, what's the core mission of New Hampshire Humanities? And then also for our audience, just a a quick breakdown of the humanities topics in general. Give us an idea of what those categories are so we don't miss anything.
1: Yeah, and so it's interesting people get really hung up on like you know oh wait you know really what is the humanities um, and and it's both can be as complicated or as simple as you want it to be uh, there there's yeah. a whole tradition when people talk about the humanities subjects that people are familiar with from from school and from from universities right that the idea that humanities includes everything from philosophy and literature and, and history all the way out to some people would count anthropology uh, you know to um, all those subjects that you know from school that aren't the hard sciences and the social sciences generally get lumped together under humanities. But but what it really is, is a a whole way of approaching the world, right? If you think about, um, you know, if you're studying the sciences, the scientific method is kind of a a guiding principle, whether you're in in, uh, chemistry or in physics, um, the humanities is a way of understanding the world that is human made, human thought, human experience. Um, and a way of tackling understanding your connection to that world. Um, And and that gives you a chance to understand the past. It gives you you a chance to understand and connect to people and their experiences in a a very uh, kind of deep and profound way. So any of those kinds of experiences is really what we're about. So the organization um, is is here to make sure that everybody across the entire state of New Hampshire has the opportunity to dig into the humanities, and that is a methodology of, of looking at the world. Uh, is something that everyone gets access to. Um, a lot of people don't know we're a, 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 an independent nonprofit, but we're connected to the National Endowment for the Humanities in, in uh, D.C., um, and we're one of 50-plus organizations around the country that really help to um, help promote the humanities uh, within each state. So we play that kind of both uh, a, a centralized role within the state, but also we're tied into what's going on nationally.
0: Great, thanks for, for clarifying that. So what are some of the services and programs offered to carry out that mission of providing humanities uh, enrichment to the community?
1: So the the two different ways that we do a lot of this work, one is that we support other organizations in doing this work, and then we of course run our own programs. Uh, cannot under uh, undervalue like the, the work really of supporting the humanities organizations across the state. Uh, in fact, one of the roles we had was helping to uh, distribute funding uh, around the pandemic that was earmarked for humanities organizations and programs. So more than um, half a million dollars has come through New Hampshire Humanities out to the organizations in your communities. That might be your library, it might be a historical association. It might be a group that's not a humanities group that's doing a humanities program in your community. We actually have been helping support funding those organizations so that they can manage the pandemic. That's been one of our big roles. That's building on one of of the other major programs we have. We do community project grants and we've been doing this forever, um, not just during the pandemic, which is where people are planning a program and they um, apply for a grant from us. So we are a grantee of of funding small projects and large projects, again, throughout the state. Uh, So people are planning something that is a speaker program, a film series, a uh, an exhibition, whatever that might be, apply to us for funding that we can help support it. So that's one of the other other ways that we do that supportive organizations. Another piece of it that is really uh, kind of the Part and parcel of that whole piece is our speakers bureau which is something that's been going on for a huge number of years and we've got these amazing speakers that we've uh pulled into a, a program called humanities to go and humanities to go is where you as an organization might want to bring in a humanities speaker to talk about artificial intelligence and what does it mean for for humanity um, you find the speaker through humanities to go and we fund that person to um, come and do a, a presentation for your organization uh, that's something else that we do around the state so any number of different ways uh, that we then kind of bolster programming going on for humanities all around New Hampshire. So that's one one big part of what we do. And we also do direct programming. So this is something that we really we try to work with partners whenever we can, Um, but sometimes there's um, a need or an opportunity that is something that we see as important for the state, Uh, and those are often special projects um, where we can provide the programming directly. So one of the things we did during the pandemic was move to presenting programs online, which we have referred to as Humanities to Go Online, which is not the most original name, but it's, it at least gets the idea across, um, yep. where we've been providing monthly programming for anyone who wants to tune in around the state uh, with different humanities topics. This um, has sometimes taken the, the um, opportunity to kind of have a special focus, like uh, last year and the year before, we were doing a program called Black um, Black Thought, which really look at kind of highlighting particular areas in history from a Black Thought angle. Um, and we're also going to be doing a new program that's specializing on, on really this topic about what does it mean to be a, a member uh, of, uh, uh, of the United States? What does it mean to be a citizen of the United States? Um, and what are the rights and the responsibilities that come with being part of the United States? And how has that changed over time? So that's another special program that we're going to be doing starting probably in february and and running through the spring which will be both online and in other places hopefully near everyone
0: so so there's a lot going on yeah that's a lot. lot there and i but it's a lot but also i saw you know you guys are a staff it seems like of what maybe seven or eight people um that's right that it it's incredible the amount looking at the schedule as you said there's a lot of um funding for other people to host their own presentations, but still pretty remarkable what you guys are able to organize, facilitate, and host yourselves. Um, now I'm, I'm curious this, the Humanities Online, what is it, Humanities to Go Online. So could you but tell if us- If you some, have
1: new ideas for like naming that program, <laughs> we'd love to hear them because
0: well, it's too we'll so much of a mouthful. We'll run a poll on that, but it's like, you're just like, it's a practical name. It's a practical name. That's what it is. But um, so I'm curious. So you said that's once a month and that's basically available. People like register for a Zoom event and they, a Zoom Mm -hmm. conference or whatever it would be. Um, Is that pretty much...
1: That's, that's all you you go to our website and, um, and it's usually highlighted fairly heavily and, and once a month we will be running programs. This uh, past Friday was our last one and it uh, was a really great program on uh, Frederick Law Olmsted and uh, the, the shaping of the environment uh, in, in parks uh, to be a place um, really to promote, uh, uh, to promote democracy really is the way that uh, the, the speaker talked about it. Like it's really, it was the most idealistic way of understanding a park space. Um, And that work um, is even reflected here in Concord.
0: Great. Oh, that's awesome. Now, is that type of presentation, it's interactive. People can ask questions, put comment, you know, they can type them out in the comment section or it's interactive.
1: It's an interactive program where, you know, you you have a speaker, but then you can ask questions and then we take questions through the chat uh, and, and try to keep it going as long as people have questions, which, you know, is the hard part.
0: That's great. I ask that because I've learned over, I'm, I'm a lifelong New Hampshire resident, but we are a very inquisitive um, group of citizens, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because of the first in the nation primary, maybe it's, I'm not sure what it is, but um, I find compared to a lot of other states, you have a very um, inquisitive kind of asking people who want to ask why or want to shake the status quo. So I bet those discussions are really, really um, enriching and enjoyable.
1: Yeah, people have a lot to say, and, you know, I don't know, I was going to, being new to the area, I was going to put, you know, the whole idea of the town town hall meeting, right? Like, you know, there's always the opportunity yep. for you to stand up and talk, and that is kind of built into the fabric uh, here yep. in New Hampshire, uh, and that certainly plays out as, as we're having discussions.
0: That's great. Now, if someone had a topic that they're an expert in, in their field, let's say, you know, Someone from Concord TV, hypothetically, I'm not volunteering this up, but if okay. someone from Conquer TV said, you know, the history of 20th century American television, you mm-hmm. know, or just any fill in the blank topic, but how would they, I know we're doing just a short program here that may be a longer answer, but how would they get started? What, who would they need to talk to, to turn that yeah. idea into a New Hampshire humanities sponsored program?
1: Well, it's a great question, partially because we we haven't been taking new programs for a while, and that is something we're hopefully going to be starting to do again in the spring, um, that, you know, the, we have a great program staff, uh, and I don't really know, um, again, we've had a lot of uh, turnover in our staff, but, you know, which which person will be doing that sure. exactly, um, but uh, they, they basically will be um, putting out a call for new new uh, programs, uh, hopefully in the spring so that we can yeah. kind of repopulate uh, yeah. the, the different programs that we have available for people. And there also will probably be, um, sometimes where we're going to be looking for programs on a particular topic. Like I mentioned, this idea of what does it mean to be a part uh, of of the United States, to be a citizen of the United States, that's something where there are definitely speakers we already have that are on these topics, but it also might be a moment where we're looking for more speakers because we're really trying to encourage more of our partner organizations that are working around the state to be talking about these ideas and thinking about these ideas. So we might put, put out a call for particular themes as well.
0: But it seems like also, it seems like a good problem to have that you already have a pretty good base of presenters and topics. Um, Because looking at the calendar between virtual and in-person, I mean, there's plenty. I mean, just a couple examples, just from what I noticed, Granite State Gallery, Sherlock Holmes, the Middle East, the suffrage movement, Norman Rockwell, American animation, Golden Age. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's it's a good problem to have, right?
1: Yeah, uh, no, we have a lot of really amazing speakers, and, and um, that's been part of the fun since I started uh, back in September is to try to sit in on as many of these as possible and just get a sense of, of the, the, not only the topics that they're talking about, but these really amazing people that are all around the state that, that speak for us.
0: Do you think that's going to make you the most desired trivia a pub trivia teammate.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm terrible with trivia, so uh, no. I think I think that would not be my. That's not my. My I will know a lot of it, but will I be able to come up with it uh, before the buzzer? Mm, that's that's probably not so much. Uh,
0: but it still seems like a, a pretty wide variety of interesting things, even if you don't remember, you know, specific details, but kind of having the general knowledge to hold a conversation with someone, you know? You, you see a presentation about Norman Rockwell and then you talk about it with your friend and then you have these really good discussions, no, right?
1: Totally, and, and it is, I mean, you know, I talk about, again, the work I've done with, with Holocaust education. I'm an educator by training, I'm not a historian. Yep. And, yep. Um, and I'm a generalist by trade. So this is a total dream job for that, right? That you, <laughs> yep. you get to dabble in, uh, see, I was this weekend reading on uh, Smart Cities. Uh, I did the Frederick Law L- uh, Olmstead. Um, uh, I helped moderate that talk last week. Yep. Um, and then we're gonna be talking about the importance of journalism for democracy uh, for uh, planning some programs uh, coming up on Thursday. So yeah, it, it's wonderful um, exposure to the, the wealth of human thought, right? I mean, this is there's so much out there uh, and there's always new pr- uh, perspectives on it. There are always new ideas and stories. Um, Yep. that there's there's no shortage of, of really just exciting things to, to learn and to, to explore.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's a great point for life that there's always something new for us to learn or something new to discover. So um, I absolutely love that. Um, just give us just a quick pitch just to, to summarize what the humanities uh, mean to you in a nutshell. I think we've danced around that, but just to, you know, mm-hmm in a couple sentences, really, what this general, this pursuit, it's obviously your career, but what does it mean to you just as a, as a human, as a person?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I'll, I'll try to, to keep it short because I could probably go on about this way too, too
0: Oh, I bet. Yeah. For what yeah. Uh,
1: you know, it's interesting. I, um, again, I'm not a historian. I'm an educator by training. And um, I think a lot of it came to me as really I was trying to understand how do people learn about Holocaust history? And... For me, the the reality of of history is seeing people in the past as being people like you, right? Not that you can necessarily exactly understand their experiences, but that you don't see them as distant, that you are able to make that connection with a mind from another time, from another place, from another experience, and have that moment, right? And that's what good history does. That's what good literature does. That's what philosophy does. Like, you know, the idea that we are still encountering the minds of, you know, the pre-Socratic philosophers is really astounding if you think about it, right? Uh, there's, there, the idea that the humanities gives us a way to know people outside of ourselves and outside of our immediate experiences, and that in and of itself is, um, part of what's central about our, our, existence as humans,
0: Right. And so the ripple effect is by opening yourself up to other perspectives and other experiences in theory and in practice, it makes New Hampshire a better place to live. It makes us a more understanding and accepting community that we can communicate with each other better, which is actually a, a big kind of purpose of Concord TV is trying to facilitate that we can have conversations with each other. And um, unfortunately, in America, a lot of there's been a breakdown in terms of sometimes just being able to have a conversation. Um, yeah,
1: yeah it, it well, breakdown of conversation all, all across the country, right? And and yeah. so so the ability to actually find and to have the tools to find the person on the other side of that argument is really important yeah. uh, at all times, and and certainly right now it's is central and, and people feel like it's missing. I think it's one of the things around the pandemic as well, right? Is that we've narrowed our scope of how we interact with other human beings. And we all are really looking for ways um, and the right kind of tools for making those, those connections in different ways. It, the ripple effect, I think is a nice way of putting it, right? This is, this is how we understand the world around us. And it's what often all these other, other practices, when we talk about science, we talk about technology, we talk about um, all kinds of other ways that we work, really rely on those human practices, those humanities practices, for understanding what it's about and why we're doing it, what it means. Um, so, so we can, you know, we can uh, come up with a, a smart city. Uh, but if we don't actually understand the communities living within that smart city, then who is the city serving? Right, and and so these are the kind of problems that I think the humanities is core to all of these practices that we do, um, but often gets kind of pushed to the side as secondary in a way that um, is a is a mistake. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So we're here to help try to rebalance.
0: Well, that's a great way to summarize it. And this has actually been just a, a terrific uh, chat and conversation. You and I just met a few minutes before we recorded, but this has been uh, terrific, and I, I appreciate you taking the time. And uh, I think. You know, Concord TV, we have a role to play, I think, in helping amplify these voices and helping other people share their stories. So I'm sure down the road there are collaboration opportunities and um, I'm excited to see uh, what, we, what we can work on, you know.
1: Yeah, likewise. Thank you. It's been really wonderful getting a chance to talk and I'm looking forward to wherever we can continue the conversation.
0: Absolutely. Real quick before I uh, wrap up uh, this recording, just to let people know they can go to nhhumanities.org. It's actually a really user-friendly, easy-to-navigate website. Um, Maybe I'm biased because I've been on the website before, but to me it was easy to, to navigate and find the the different pages for grant information, about the staff, a schedule of events, um, so again that's nhhumanities.org, and we've been chatting with Michael Haley Goldman, the executive director of New Hampshire Humanities, so uh, thanks to everyone for watching. Michael, thank you for a really good chat. This was fantastic.
1: Fabulous talking with you. Looking okay. forward to it. Yeah, let's keep talking.
0: Absolutely.